This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we are rolling right along in our adventures in Acts with Sons of Sceva, Demetrius' beef with Paul, riot in Ephesus, an appeal for order, Paul in Macedonia and Greece. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Well, he healed the sick and afflicted. The story of David and Goliath has been told as a story of courage in the face of insurmountable odds and opposition. But is this story about courage or is it, as if you look at the story itself in the Bible, is it really about faith, about trust, and not about the strength of this little boy against the giant, but about the strength of the Lord and his promises, which this little boy believes? Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Joining us to teach a Sunday school lesson on David and Goliath in 1 Samuel 17, Pastor Tom Baker. He's host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Uh, Thank you. What had happened briefly in Israel's story so far leading up to this? Well, as we heard from previous weeks, Israel wanted a king like the rest of the nations. God was displeased with that because he was their king, but he still told Samuel to anoint Saul as king. And Saul was anointed as king. But it says in verse 14 of chapter 16 that the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and a harmful spirit from the Lord tormented him. And Saul's servants recognized that. And they said, let our Lord now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is skillful in playing the lyre. Now, that was a kind of a guitar instrument. And when the harmful spirit from God is upon you, he will be playing it and you will be well. So Saul agreed with that and they brought to him David, the son of Jesse. And at the end of chapter 16, Saul loved David greatly. And whenever the harmful spirit from God was upon Saul, David took the lyre and played it with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the harmful spirit departed from him. Now, what happened is that the Philistines had gathered their armies for battle against Israel. And out of the camp of the Philistines, there was a man over nine feet tall, and his name was Goliath. And he said to the Israelites, Why have you come out to draw up for battle? I'm a Philistine, 
Are you not servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. So that was the threat of Goliath against the men of Israel. And Israel was afraid of Goliath. What was Saul's reaction to that? Saul's reaction was that he was also afraid. And so he didn't know just what to do. And that's what verse 11 says. After hearing the words of Goliath, Saul and Israel were greatly afraid. How is David introduced? Now, David, of course, the son of Jesse, Jesse had eight sons, and he was advanced in years. And three of the sons had gone to battle against the Philistines and Goliath. David was the youngest son, but Jesse asked David to go and take for your brothers an ephah. Now, an ephah, that was about three-fifths of a bushel of this parched grain and these ten loaves and carry them quickly to the camp to your brothers. Also take these ten cheeses to the commander of their thousand. See if your brothers are well and bring some token from them. And so that's the reason why David went to where the war was taking place. And he came to the battlefield to greet his brothers, but he then saw and heard Goliath's challenge. How did David respond to Goliath's challenge? Well, as I said, the men of Israel were quite afraid of Goliath. And what he said, have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. And the king will enrich the man who kills him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. And David said to the men, What shall be done to the man who kills this Philistine and takes the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And his oldest brother, whose name was Eliab, heard what David had spoke to the men. And he got angry at David. Why have you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness that you're supposed to be taken care of? I know your presumption and the evil of your heart, for you have come down 
to see the battle. And David responded, What have I done now? Was it not but a word that I said? And he turned away from his brother toward another and spoke in the same way. And David, therefore, was really angry that the people of Israel were so afraid of Goliath. How did he interact with King Saul, David? Well, what happened was that when the words that David spoke were heard, Saul also heard about what he had said, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go. I will fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, You're not able to go against the Philistine to fight against him, for you are but a youth, and he has been a man of war from his youth at Goliath. And then David reminded Saul, Your servant used to keep sheep for his father. And there was a time when a lion came, another time when a bear came, and they took a lamb from the flock. I went after them and struck them down and delivered the lamb out of the mouth of the lion and the bear. And he says, and this is really important for the children to understand. David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. So here we have the essence of this story that the people of Israel were afraid of a nine-foot soldier, even Saul was, but David knew that God would be with him and deliver him. And the Bible verse that is used in the Sunday School material, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the main point of this incident. Now, surprisingly, after David says to Saul what he says, then Saul listens to him, and he says to him, this is verse 37 of chapter 17, go, and the Lord be with you. But of course, what Saul did is he attempted to dress David in his armor. But David was not used to having all this armor on him. He simply wanted to take the staff in his hand, and he chose five smooth stones from the book and put them in his shepherd's pouch. He had a sling in his hand, and in that way, he approached the Philistines and Goliath. Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on David and Goliath in 1 Samuel 17. On the other side, what did David say to Goliath?
The Church's Music from the 20th Century. The 17th Century. The 11th Century. The 8th Century. The 4th Century. The best of the church's music from the past 2,000 years. LutheranPublicRadio.org Rejoice, O Pilgrim Throng. Receive our Lord's gifts of His Word and Sacraments at Pilgrim Lutheran Church in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Join us for Sunday School and Bible Study at 8.30 a.m., followed by Divine Service at 9.30, with further opportunities for worship, Bible study, and fellowship throughout the week. Our Pilgrim Child Development Center cares for children from infants to 3K, For more information, visit pilgrimtosa.org. That's P-I-L-G-R-I-M-T-O-S-A dot O-R-G. Have you ever pondered the limits of archaeology? What can it tell us? What can't it tell us? Well, Dr. David Adams takes up this topic in the September issue of The Lutheran Witness, where he discusses the fact that archaeology ultimately doesn't prove anything. It simply gives us the facts that have to be interpreted. To learn more, pick up your copy of The Lutheran Witness, visit cph.org witness or the Lutheran Witness website, witness.lcms.org to learn more. The Lutheran Witness, interpreting the world from a Lutheran perspective. A mobile Lutheran Bible study. You're listening to Issues Etc. If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Dr. Russell Dawn, president of Concordia University, Chicago. Indeed, the quest for truth is at the core of a university's purpose. The liberal arts, illuminated by the revealed truths of Scripture, are powerful for equipping students for a life of self-governance. A disciple is one who follows the Master. So what does it mean to follow Jesus? He said that it means to take up one's cross The cross is thus the symbol of dying for others, of dying to self for the sake of serving others. And a life of service is a life well-lived. Truth, Freedom, Vocation, Concordia University, Chicago, cuchicago.edu. Folks, the 2023 Lutherans for Life National Conference is next month in Cincinnati. This year's conference includes visits to the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. Learn more and register at lutheransforlife.org. The 2023 Lutherans for Life National Conference, October 11th through the 13th in Cincinnati. lutheransforlife.org. We're teaching a Sunday School lesson on David and Goliath at 1 Samuel 17 with Pastor Tom Baker. Tom, what did David say to Goliath? Well, Goliath makes fun of David, and he says, boy, you're a youth, and there's no way 
that you're going to be able to kill me. And what happens is that the Philistine says to David, I will kill you. And he cursed David by his own gods. Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the field. And David said to the Philistine Goliath, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. And this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you down and behead you. And I will give the dead bodies of the hosts of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air, to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know what? That there is a God in Israel and that all his assembly may know that the Lord, and he uses the name Moses heard on Mount Sinai, Yahweh, saves not with sword and spirit, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. And so he approached the Philistine, put his hand in his bag, took out a stone, slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the ground. So David prevailed over the Goliath with a sling and with a stone, struck the Philistine and killed him. And of course, the people rejoiced at this. How did the Philistines react? Well, the Philistines, boy, they were afraid. And they tried to flee from the Israelite. But the men of Israel, this is verse 52 of chapter 17, the men of Israel and Judah rose with a shout and pursued the Philistines for a far distance. And the people of Israel came back from chasing the Philistines, and then they plundered their camp. And they were very, very thankful to God for what he had done. What do the Sunday school children need to know about David's defeat of Goliath? There isn't a passage in the Old Testament or a story like this that cannot be related to Jesus Christ and the cross. Jesus also had his Goliath, and that was none other than the devil himself. And as Genesis 3.15 reminds us, yes, Jesus will be wounded, and that was the cross but he would also crush the head of Satan, which was because of the cross. And so just as David defeated Goliath, so Jesus obeyed the voice of his father and also defeated Satan, the world, 
and our flesh by paying for our sins on the cross and asking the Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. This is very important for the children to understand that they also in their life may have a Goliath of some sort. It may not be another person. It may be a sickness, an injury, an accident, a loss of income, a loss of work, or other things that cause them to grieve. But they need to remember the Bible verse that is found in the material of Enduring Faith from Concordia Publishing House, which says, Thanks be to God who gives us a victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And the greatest victory that these children will receive is, of course, the forgiveness of their sins. So heaven will be their home. So that's the great message of this particular lesson. How would you summarize it in terms of law and gospel? Well, what the law says is that I may fight against sin. I may be worried about death. I may be concerned about the devil telling me I'm a great sinner. And if I fight them on my own, I will perish because I don't have the strength against sin, death, and the devil. But the gospel shows Jesus triumphantly fought for me against my adversaries and sends the Holy Spirit to me to create faith in my heart, to believe the what? The promises of Jesus that not only will I be found to have victory over all against me on earth, but I will have an eternal victory in heaven, living in bliss with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That's the comfort and the good news of this true story of David defeating Goliath. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thanks. And thank you. When we come back in Hour 2 of Issues, etc., Dr. Andrew Steinman joins us for Part 2 of our series, Finding Jesus in the Old Testament. We'll begin with the book of Genesis. Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, issuesetc.org. Issues Etc., is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio. Do you want a church with a rockin' band and a sermon series to help you live a better life? It's not here. 
Bethany Evangelical Lutheran Church in Fairview Heights offers authentic, historic Christianity to a world awash in fads and entertainment, and offers forgiveness of sins to people overwhelmed with guilt and shame. Join us Sundays at 9.30 on Old Collinsville Road in Fairview Heights, Illinois, to receive the life-giving gifts of God with us. Find out more online at BethanyLCMS.org. Join us September 29th at 7 p.m. for a hymn festival celebrating the Feast of St. Michael and All Angels at Good Shepherd Lutheran in Collinsville, Illinois. Hymn commentary will be provided by Pastor Will Whedon, host of the Word of the Lord Endures Forever podcast, along with organist Chris Lemker, orchestra and choir. For more information or to register to sing in the choir, visit our website withangelsandarchangels.org. Thanks to our beloved on-demand listeners, Issues Etc. consistently ranks among the top podcasts in religion and spirituality. You can help us climb the charts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing Issues Etc. Type Issues Etc. in your podcast provider, hit the subscription button, and leave us a five-star review. This will make it easier for podcast listeners to find Issues Etc. Help us cast Christ's net on the internet. Subscribe, rate, and review Issues Etc. today. College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois, offers ACT, SAT, and PSAT test prep, scholarship application classes, college and career counseling, and more. Hi, this is Lori Konsky, president of College Preparation Station. We have helped our students obtain more than $7 million in tuition scholarships in 12 years. Find out more at cpsprep.com. Let us help you create a vision and find your future. The College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois, cpsprep.com. I am beautiful because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am accepted because I'm a part of his family through Jesus' shed blood. Unity Lutheran School in East St. Louis, Illinois, shines the light of Christ in one of the most impoverished cities in America. Learn how to support their mission work at unityesl.org. Unityesl.org. Today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I say yes to God in His ways. Confessional Lutherans are invited to rent a four-bedroom, three-bathroom Table Rock lakefront home in the Ozarks. Table Rock Lake is a premier lake in the heart of the Ozarks for boating, water sports, and fishing. This log cabin-style rental sleeps 12 and is 30 minutes from Branson and 20 minutes from Silver Dollar City. Learn more by calling Swanson Estates, 713-855-2681. Be sure to mention Issues Etc., 713-855-2681.